0: beautiful people and welcome or welcome back to Young, Confused, and Well-Read. My name is Anne and I absolutely have no other idea for an intro, that's why it's always the same, but I hope you don't mind. (laughs) For this week's episode, I have decided to just get on my microphone and start recording very spontaneously, I have to say. It's the first day my parents are Both away at work, so I'm home alone. I'm living the Kevin dream life. (laughs) And so I was absolutely sure that there would be no people walking around the house or knocking at my door. Um, so I could actually sit down and record, you know, calmly in silence. (laughs) And furthermore, I was already so sure I wouldn't find the time to record on the weekend, it is Thursday right now, so just a few days after I recorded the last episode, I think like three or four days because I recorded on Monday, Um, but because my weekend is going to be relatively busy, I just thought, okay, I'm just gonna use the time now and record a very spontaneous episode. I just really quickly jotted down some notes but the topic has been kind of in my head for the last few days, and I wanted to, you know, speak to you about it. And as you could already read in the title of today's episode, I'm going to speak about outgrowing yourself and outgrowing your life. And I think this is as much as an introduction that I want to give to this episode, because you're going to hear what I mean by that later anyway. And so let's dive right in into our weekly segments, even though obviously... has just been a few days past. I think it's still nice to do them. So I am extremely grateful for snow. This morning it has been snowing and when I saw it I was out. I needed to go on a walk while the snow was still falling and it had stopped snowing relatively quickly. I think it was like snowing for an hour, not even I think like 45 minutes maybe. And I was outside for half an hour and it was a lot of snow that came down, but it was still very nice and usually doesn't snow where I live, especially not at this time of year. So I was really excited. The snow is still outside, so it's like really white and beautiful and it makes me really happy. Another thing I'm grateful for is just the fact that cookies exist. I'm going to bake a lot today, that's my plan. And I love baking and I love eating my cookies. And it's just such a nice little treat. Yeah, I'm- I just- the whole Christmas spirit is making me so happy. And the last thing that I'm grateful for are books. I've been reading, I feel like, so much more lately and it's so much fun. Am I reading four books at once? yes, but I'm not mad about it. I'm loving it. (laughs) It's great. I'm currently reading two advent calendar books, so you read a chapter each day, so I read them right in the morning, and then I've just started Persuasion by Jane Austen, and I'm also going to start Jane Eyre, um, because I've just finished two books yesterday. I finished Crook Kingdom yesterday by Leigh Bardugo and it was so good. I'm currently re-watching the Netflix show uh, Shadow and Bones because I'm obsessed, so (laughs) that was really good. (laughs) It was also sad, but also really good. Um, that kind of leads us into what I've been up to. Again, I'm, I'm reading a lot, but mostly I'm just chilling at home. I'm going on a lot of walks, and I'm also seeing my friends. I'm actually going to see one of my friends tomorrow and then one of my friends on Saturday and then I'm going to see my grandma on Sunday. So that's why I'm recording now, <laughs> um, which I'm also like, this is what the thing I'm looking forward to, but basically this is also what I'm doing this week since this episode is going up on Tuesday next week, might as well mention and just relaxing. It's really nice, enjoying the Christmas spirit and what I'm looking forward to is actually Christmas and having a lot of calm, chill days where I don't really have to do a lot and my affirmation for this week is about change and that change can be scary and we don't always want things to change but change is also good and will always hand us new opportunities and we should embrace it, not with fear but with open arms and be ready for it. And I think this is a good transition into the episode. Again, this is going to be a bit more chatty and I don't know how long it is going to be because I, I mean, there's a lot of my mind, but I don't think it's going to be too long. So maybe it's a bit of a shorter episode. I don't know yet, but I hope you're going to enjoy nonetheless. So outgrowing yourself and maybe outgrowing your old life. I think that this is very self-explanatory but i'm going to kind of explain what i mean by that anyway just so we're on the same page it's kind of about you know we're all changing with you know time that's just natural and things are changing and i feel like sometimes we're at in stages in our life where you know the place we're at and the person we are don't align with each other they're at like different stages and it doesn't add up and that can feel really weird or scary, or wrong, and I think I have several experiences of that happening, and I kind of want to talk about that today. I think that either way, you are at a stage in your life where you are unhappy with how your life is looking like, um, but you don't really know how to change it, and sometimes there isn't really a lot of things you can change let's just say you are still in school and you're going to be in school for like the next few years or the next year or whatever and this is something that doesn't make you happy or maybe even makes you feel really bad or it's just not aligning with where you want to be at the moment but you kind of can't get out of school before you finished it, if that makes sense. I mean, we hear of people who like stop going to school and become millionaires but for most people, that is just not realistic. Not me saying you couldn't become a millionaire, just me saying that a lot of people, you know, will stay in school and finish school in like the traditional way. And you're not that likely to leave school before you've finished it because, like, most people want to, you know, have a job later or need a way to provide for themselves and they kind of need, you know, finish school for that. Um, that can be, you know, kind of frustrating, especially when you don't, when you're unable to change the stage of life you're in because of something like that, or you don't know how to change it. Because even when you realize, okay, this is something in my life that, you know, I'm not happy about, you can always just go and change it. Let's say you have a job you don't like. I mean, yes, there are opportunities for you to go on and find a new job. Or maybe if just what you are able to work as is not adding up for you, you can try to, you know, return to school, learn something new, whatever. But I mean, some people, you know, even though the opportunities are there, they're not able to take them or they're too afraid to change things or they don't know what step to take next. Because like I was saying, change is always difficult and scary and I mean that's just natural because I think I think most humans don't like things changing I cannot speak for everybody but I think it's just because it's comfortable for things to be the same and for you to know what is happening and whenever something has to do with change even when it will mean that things will change for the better we still I think are sometimes too afraid to take that step to you know actually change something to make it better and all oh, of course there's never a guarantee for things to turn out better we will never know and I think that is why change is difficult because even when there's a 99% chance things are going to change for the better there still is 1% and I think that what makes us stop <laughs> and maybe overthink some people maybe are more likely for change like I think there are people out there who just need that constant change and constant movement but I don't think that's the majority in in my opinion <laughs> and the other thing that I'm going to talk about is you know that you are just kind of outgrowing yourself and you are not sure who you are and who you're going to be and how things are going to work out And I think that this is something that we all have faced or are going to face, especially with growing up and growing into an adult, because things are changing really quickly. And I think especially after leaving school, I think a lot of people are facing this moment of, okay, who am I and who am I going to be? And some people, you know, they're so sure about who they are and or at least who they want to be or what they want to do with their life that they maybe don't think about it too much, even in times of uncertainty. But I think there's also a lot of people out there who are not sure, but we still need to make a decision because we cannot just stop for I don't know how long and actually figure it out. And we might not even figure it out without you know, actually going out there and trying things, and I think that that's something that people don't like to talk about that much, especially when going to university and stuff. There are a lot of people who are not finishing the degree they're started in, simply because, I mean, we're 18, some people are 17, or maybe even younger when they start university, and we're kind of forced to figure out what we're gonna do for the rest of our life at that age, and just looking back even though you know what i'm doing right now is something that i was always kind of interested in and wanted to do there are so many more interests to me that i could still pursue you know what i'm saying there are different paths and i'm still sometimes kind of thinking about what would happen if i take that path who would i become if i you know choose to play this role and I'm getting a bit philosophical here just to kind of get more into the identity crisis that I think some people are facing. I have read the Midline Library by Matt Hake and I know I've got a lot of critique as well, and I've I've not read anything else by Matt A Hake, um, but I know he read mm, some self-help books. and I just like to say right here, I'm not a big fan of self-help books. I've read a few but I think they're pretentious. I'm sorry. Maybe I've just not read a good self-help book, but I'm, I don't think they're... I've see, I'm, I'm seeing self-help books really critical, but leave it there. But I didn't know that when I started reading the Midnight library and I did enjoy it. It's not the best book I've ever read, but it's, I think it's a nice book and it can be like a very comforting book, but it's about this woman you know she kind of dies and she ends up in this midnight library where she can experience life she could have lived if you know she'd taken like a certain opportunity or changed something in her life and I think that was really interesting because she lived like a hundred lives and they're all different and that made me think you know about all the things that my life could go in a way and i'm now choosing this more creative path because i do think it adds up very well to me but before i was going to sterling university i you know was studying politics and cultural anthropology and taking a more academic approach and i still don't know why i studied cultural anthropology that made no sense at all but i was really interested in politics and even thought about going into politics which now a year later i'm like why oh my god don't want to do this but you know back then when i started or when i've just finished school i had a very great politics teacher who really made politics super interesting and fun and I mean, it's a very important subject, nonetheless, but I, I don't think a pol- political career would suit me. And, you know, I was years and years ago, I was thinking about becoming a vet when I was like five years old. And then I was also thinking about becoming an attorney and, you know, studying law. What would my life look like if I choose that path? Or another thing is becoming a therapist. And my dad still always tells me I would be a good therapist. I don't know why he says that. But what would my life look like if I chose this path? And because some of these, you know, paths are just not in my interest anymore. Like, I wouldn't want to become a vet. But others, you know, I think about them like, that would also be something that maybe would suit me and that maybe would be fun. But, you know, I only have one life and I cannot, you know, do it all which is kind of the thing that frustrates me and makes me stop and make me think and even though I'm really happy with what I'm studying at the moment I'm going to continue it and I know that with that I can do a job that I actually am going to enjoy it's still you know (laughs) it's just so much you could do but you cannot do it that's what I'm saying with like having the opportunity to do things it's just so much that you are able to do if you are in a privileged position like me which of course privilege always plays a huge role in this but you only have one life and you cannot experience a thousand different jobs in one life of course maybe you don't want to do other jobs but even just in the field you're studying i mean sometimes it's a bit narrowed if you're studying law you're probably gonna end up becoming a lawyer an attorney or maybe a judge you you can do other things with studying law i know but it's a bit more narrow than if you're for example studying something that I'm studying. I'm studying film media and journalism. I could become a journalist. I could actually become somebody who's teaching about the subject at university. I could do research on the topic. I could go into film business. I could go into some sort of media business business like radio or whatever. So there's in that field alone so many opportunities and I can obviously not do them all, if you understand what I'm saying. And I think that most people are not too set on what they're doing. My dad studied something entirely else from what he is doing now. And that might be the case for other people as well. And I think that, you know, most people are not too set, you know? Like, there are some people who since forever been like, I'm going to become a doctor, and they're becoming a doctor. End of story. But there are people, you know, like me, who even though we have a certain interest and we want to do something, we're still questioning (laughs) what else is there and what else we can do. And I'm still kind of in that zone, not thinking about it, and I chose the path of Working creatively because I know that will fulfill me and it's so fun, but sometimes I even have that moment being like, oh maybe I do want to do something more academic, but I'm like, where is that coming from? Why am I thinking this? Because we're also obviously influenced from outside beings on um what we should do, because I feel like I was kind of not raised from my parents, but you know from school wise that you need academic validation to succeed and if you're not doing that you kind of failed and i was thinking about actually getting a phd or something which i probably will not end up doing but who knows um just because i would have that academic validation and because i think i'll be able to get one but i you know it was not for me i wouldn't be doing it for me maybe i'm not sure (laughs) this is see identity crisis is hitting hard (laughs) even though I am, I'm kind of sure of who I am, but I think this is just because I'm not sure who I, who I'm going to be and I don't want to do things that I'm not doing for myself, but in a way you will always kind of do things not just for yourself because I think we humans also want to please other people to a certain extent and because we're influenced by the outside world, which is people we're close to, people we live with, we work with, etc. we are always going to do, at least to a certain extent, things for other people, if that makes sense. (laughs) And I think it's so hard to figure out something that you're happy with and because I think because I'm such an overthinker it makes it even harder because you know I spent my first semester and I am so happy with what I'm studying I think I made that clear in the episode where I reflected on it just really focusing on my studies and not really thinking about anything else especially since at my university you have the opportunity to experience other subjects again I was doing history last semester and i think i'm going to do marketing next semester if i'm sure i think yes (laughs) so you have the opportunity to experience something outside of your own degree which i think is really interesting and a very good opportunity still what i'm going to graduate as is not as an historian but as somebody who studies film media and journalism and i am enjoying it and my studies really are showing this But now, when I'm back home and I have too much time to think, my brain is like, look, you could also be taking this path. But if I would take that path, then I would be like, oh, why didn't you pick that path? So that's what I'm kind of saying. It's, I'm just overthinking things so much. Maybe it's just who I am. Because I'm just taking my dad as an example, Um, just because I know my dad was also very unsure, what he would end up doing and he had more opportunities than my mom to choose my dad was also thinking about getting an arts or music degree which he didn't end up doing um and he did something scientific i don't know the exact term but it's not important and you know now he has a job and it's a very good job and i think he's mostly happy i mean he's like all grown-ups he gets annoyed at work from time to time um, and even though he didn't end up doing something that he was super extremely passionate about and that um, he want, he thought he would get into or thought he wanted to do. Um, I'm saying he thought he wanted to do because he never tried it. So it wasn't really sure if he would actually really enjoy what he's doing. I hope you get what I'm saying. I'm a bit of a mess today. And um, he's still happy with his life. Even though, of course, he gets annoyed at work from time to time. And I think that's just reality because even if you do something you're really passionate about, it can be hard and annoying and it's not always perfect. But even though I think the mindset of my dad that he's, you know, happy, even though he's not working in a job he 100% loves, um, I, in his position, (laughs) would probably be thinking about all the things that I could have if I leave the job and and I would seek out for more because I think I would seek out for a job that 100% fulfills my needs and wants and I would not settle for something that is like 90% of that and 10% not perfect and I think that is also not the best mindset maybe because... I don't think there is that job that will fulfill 100% of my needs. Maybe there is. Um, I have kind of this idea what I want to do with my future, but then I'm also afraid of it not working out and me being unhappy with it. Um, So I don't really want to, you know, I'm not going to talk about that right now, but (laughs) I am not, I don't know if I want to be employed, even though employment is... Giving you a certain amount of safety, but that's just nothing that I'm seeking at the moment. Maybe it's because I'm still young and unrealistic, but that's just the position that I'm in right now. And that's what I'm talking about, you know. Will I ever arrive in a a spot that I will feel like I've arrived at myself? and the version of myself that like is complete because i mean we're all are growing over the years and can i ever just you know settle down and be at ease when the ideas that i have or the expectations that i have are not completely fulfilled because of course i have my expectations to go study abroad but it is still so much different from what i thought it would be and not in a bad way just in a way that it's different and Now that, you know, I have everything and I'm really happy and I wouldn't give it up, I can also see that I would have have been able to be happy if I didn't study where, you know, I wanted to study. But if I didn't end up studying where I'm studying now, then I would always think about what if. So I hope you get what I'm trying to say. It's very difficult. I think another thing that is very hard when you are growing up and changing and things are changing and things are not feeling right is friends that you have been growing up with are also changing and you're changing and sometimes you're not changing in a way that it's still changing together but changing differently and then growing apart which I think is very difficult even though sometimes that's just the way it is But you know you have spent so much time with these people and sometimes that's just again that's just what happens but you also don't want to lose these people you spend so much time with because you still value them but it's just not the same and even though you're going to meet new people it will always be kind of different and I'm not that old yet but I still keep thinking to thinking back to times that I spend with people that are not in my life anymore and I get kind of sad because it's (laughs) it's just not nice if friendship end no matter how they end. Sometimes it's necessary and I know that but it also kind of it makes me very frustrated because you cannot stop change and change will not only get rid of the bad parts but also of the good parts because even if a friendship ended on bad terms you will know that you had at least some time in that friendship that was valuable to you because otherwise you wouldn't have been friends. And if that just ends, it's frustrating. And I have friendships that ended where I'm 100% sure the other person calls me the villain of the story and I don't want to be the villain in anybody's story and I can't change it. I can't make them not think I'm the villain. I mean, it's their right to do that. But that's... It's annoying me, you know what I'm saying? And it makes it hard for me to let go because there's still so much left unsaid that will never be said because it's over. Um, And you have to kind of accept it. And that can... You know, if you're not accepting it, you will also never be able to grow because it will always be kind of stuck in the past. And... I think we need to focus on that because usually when you're speaking about changes, about you know, you're growing older and your interests might change a little bit, and the place you're living in might change. And I do think that living in another place in your hometown is actually really beneficial because I think this is going to make your worldview wider. At least that's what it's doing for me. Um, but changes also very uncomfortable and very difficult and we have to deal with this and if we're not I think we're going to end up in states where we're going to feel lost um and we need to address it more because this is so annoying because like what media I'm just saying media now because that's what I think what media projects on us is growing up is fun it's exciting it's interesting and we should want it like from early on in our life we are kind of drilled to to seek this growing up like in kindergarten people coming up to be like what do you want to be when you grow up kind of making us excited for the process but they are not putting up warning signs being like you know growing up is hard and difficult and we will have to get through it um but it's not always exciting and you're going to lose so much you're going to lose you know your childhood self and you know the some of the excitement maybe that you had at a child like I don't think that an adult can feel this this excitement children can feel you know this like really excited happiness um and that's sad okay why is somebody talking about this why is nobody also letting kids just be kids and then I mean we have to grow up anyway like we have to figure it out anyway and it's not it's not going to change a thing if a five-year-old says they want to become a doctor. Things will change either way and they might not want to become a doctor when it's time for them to decide. And I think that this is also promoting this feeling loss feeling because by people kind of telling us from early on, okay, you have to figure out what you want to do when you grow up and then you are in a state where people would consider you grown-up adult even though I think the whole life is just a growing-up process... <laughs> In my opinion, I'm not grown up just because I'm twenty years old, just because I reached a certain number. Um, to a certain extent, my parents are probably not grown up yet because they have so many years of experience to come. In a way, my grandmother is not grown up yet because she still has some part in her life. You, I hope you get what I'm saying. Um, so, well, I hope you get what I'm saying because I just lost what I wanted to say. Um. Yeah, okay, so we're drilled, I got it back, we're drilled to kind of, you know, wanting to grow up, and then once we're grown up, or considered to be grown up, we need to know exactly what we're doing, and where we are going to go, and when you're at a state where you are considered a grown up, and people are like, okay, now let's make a decision that's going to probably impact your whole life, and how your whole life is going to go, because once you're still a child, you're still in school, your path is kind of, you know, re- walked you kind of have to walk a certain path and then once you can actually decide you're out of school you actually have to you know find your own path and make decisions for your own that will impact your life because once you're you know kind of still in school you kind of have to go through 12 or 13 years of school and you kind of have to or are supposedly living at home I hope you get what I'm saying and then once they're considered you grown-up you're out of school you actually make so many decisions that will impact the rest of your life in so many ways. If you're there and you are clueless about what you actually want to do, that is going to be seen as problematic or you're gonna feel that you're doing something wrong and everybody else knows what's going on and you have, you know, failed in some kind of way, failed yourself and failed in figuring out, you know what you're actually going to do and now you need to make a decision but you don't know what a decision to make and they are people just being like oh you just need to decide you just actually need to make a decision and my parents are the most supporting people on earth and they gave me the time that I needed and the time to figure things out um but there are parents out there who are not like this and who are saying you need to make a decision now um, so a child might make a decision and might end up doing a job that they don't like, or they choose under pressure. Um, and <laughs> if they're not overthinker like me, it might be fine. And they might end up doing a job that they're relatively like, but if they're overthinkers like me, they might be still kind of being like, what if I didn't choose this career? What if I didn't choose to study this? What if I didn't walk this path? Um, and so, you know, <laughs> This feeling loss is promoted by telling you you're not supposed to feel lost, you're supposed to know what you're doing, when in reality I think most people don't know what they're doing, but we're not thinking about it too much, you know, when I'm just going to university and going to study the subject that I choose to study, I'm not feeling lost because I don't have really the time to think about it, and I think this is also why people are having a crisis once they're out of university, because you have these four three or five years or however long you're studying of university where you just you know after you figured out what you want to do which is a very big step where you just you know take your courses write your exams do your assignments do your studies whatever and get get ahead on your dissertation eventually um and then once you're out and you're maybe not doing um a post-graduation or whatever uh, you now have to actually choose what you do with your degree <laughs> and you might be thinking I have actually no clue what to do. Um, so I think this is like the next big identity crisis that people are going to have because I think while you're still in school and while you're still at university you're kind of in that bubble of you kind of know what's going on because it's always the same but then once you leave you're actually like a, oh, crap <laughs> what am I doing now? And people are not always super supportive even if there's like this oh, we're giving you post-graduating support and here are your job opportunities. This can also be so overwhelming, what I was just saying. And nobody is, you know, actually sitting down telling you, you know, we're all equally lost. And we most of, most of us don't know what's going on. There might be like a very small per- percentage that does, but that's not the majority. And it's okay to feel lost. And it's okay for you to not want this change to happen, even though it will make things probably or maybe better for you. Because it's scary and because you know the decisions you're going to make from now on will change your life. And there's not necessarily a step to take back because you won't from now on just have to walk forward in whatever way. And like I was saying, some people don't have the opportunity to, um, you know, learn a new thing or go back to university or whatever. So there's so much pressure for us now in these years. And there's so much pressure for us not to wanting to make a false step and for us to want to not be clueless. although that is kind of the part of it. Like, I, I don't think we can, you know, get around being lost in some certain parts. I feel like if you're noticing that there's something really going on and going wrong, especially, you need to kind of figure out how to make a change But if you're just feeling lost, you might not necessarily know what direction you want to go into. And another thing that actually inspired this episode is me kind of realizing that there's a version or there's a lot of versions of me that will not return for whatever reason, just because the time passed. And I used to be a very romanticizing child or even young adult maybe um with very big hopes and it wasn't in the topic of you know career future um but I was I would say I was pure with the idea of love which is a totally different topic but I think that also falls into the category of growing up because love for most people is a big topic and i think i want to do another episode on the topic of love and i'm actually just gonna write this down because otherwise i'm gonna forget it hold up but i think i can multitask and talk while i actually make some notes on my phone um um and this version of myself who you know was so pure and has a super pure idea of love and whatever and (laughs) obviously maybe a bit delusional idea of life and future I've lost this because now I've I've actually took a step into that future that I romanticized and I realized that even though it's fine and it's nice, it's not as romanticized as I thought it would be. And so that makes me think that, you know, there will never be that really 100% perfect part that will come into your life. And I'm kind of sad that I lost this a bit and that I lost this version of myself, even though when it was unrealistic or whatever it was still very nice to feel that way and that's what I was just saying with losing you know kind of your childlike self. I think we will always keep and we should always keep some part of a childlike self in us and kind of make this child self happy by for example cooking our favorite meals and reading some books we loved as children in whatever way um kind of please or make our inner child happy but we also need to obviously take care of our adult self and what our adult self crave because again a wants and needs will change and we have to accept that of course um but that's i think that's what i'm saying this is what i mean with outgrowing your old life and still not really arriving in your new one and still are not really there because we're on a constant hike or walk maybe we're on a constant path we're going to and we're taking different directions but there's we might be taking stops along the way but I don't know where that destination will be and where to arrive and I don't know when that will kind of hit me when I've said like okay I've actually arrived in a place um where I know exactly who I am because I, I think I am pretty sure about myself but there's obviously still parts to me that even I have no clue about <laughs> um but there's still you know not I still don't feel like I've arrived where I'm supposed to arrive simply because I think we are or I'm living in an age of change for myself and I I am noticing that change you know once I returned home everything here is the same but even though in the three months that I was away I have changed in a way I've changed some of my habits and it's, I love, I love it, (laughs) I love being back home, but I've just took notice of that, and this is kind of what is difficult, I think, because will you ever, like, arrive somewhere, and once you have maybe arrived somewhere, will you, like, will you be happy with that, and how, how much can, you know, impact and change, and uh, it's just, I hope this (laughs) episode didn't scare you, but, It's just so difficult, I think, to grow up and to do it in a way that is good for you and that you're not ending up having crisis because I think that's also part people are struggling with mental health because we are told how to do things a certain way and once we feel like we're not able to do this, we kind of freak out even though I think a lot of people are facing the same struggles and that's also why I'm doing this episode because even though I think... Like most of my life is, yeah, my life's going absolutely fine and I'm super happy with the decisions I'm making. I'm still sitting here in my room and thinking about all the different paths my life could have gone into or I could still take. And maybe it's good not to think too much about it. (laughs) But then I also, I'm trying to, you know, make the right steps for myself and make the right decisions for myself. And I think most people are trying to do the same. So I've been speaking for longer than I thought this would be, but it was really, really good just to speak from my heart about this topic. And even though I think it was a bit ramly, I hope you could follow me. I didn't really use my notes that much, but I think I tackled most of the things I wanted to say. And again, like, I hope you could follow. I hope you liked it. <laughs> I hope you could understand where I was coming from and maybe if you're feeling the same you know that you're not alone and even though I figured absolutely nothing out um it was it was fun talking about it speaking about change I have kind of a I don't want to say strict but I have kind of a set routine and now because I've recorded my podcast episode because I was just so inspired I kind of messed it up because it took me longer than I thought it would, and I will have to sit down after this to actually edit that episode. <laughs> so, um I think I just leave it at that and let let this be a little inspiration for you to change some things around because maybe that will help you figure out some things. <laughs> Apart from that, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you're having a lovely day, a lovely next week and hopefully even a lovely next month, and especially lovely Christmas, there will be one more, no, that episode will actually come up after Christmas, so Merry Christmas! Um, oh my god, that's exciting, but... Um, I hope you're just having a nice time and if you want to see and not just hear from me, you could follow me on social media. I have everything linked below. If not, just feel free to come back for the podcast. It's up every Tuesday of the week and if you don't want to do this, then feel free not to. I love you guys a lot. Thanks for every single one of you who's tuning in and don't forget to stay young, confused, and well-read. Bye-bye.